0: Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me, as always... Very tired, Gator. We, it is late. It is very late. Jeff's actually had to work this week. Yeah, it sucks. Like, you've legit put in hours this week.
2: Yeah, I've, I've put in the man hours. It's
1: kind of concerning.
2: Yeah, I don't like it.
1: Anyway, so today we're going to be smoking a selection from uh, Jeff's humidor Yes We're going to be breaking into his humidor and smoking the JFR Connecticut Super Toro It is a a 6.5 by uh, 52 I believe so 52 Toro uh, featuring a Connecticut rapper and Nicaraguan binder and filler, picked this up from our friends over at the uh, Agonorsa Leaf, people. That's right.
2: I picked it up at Deebles in Kansas City when I was out there for the cigar oh, fest. Fun. Yep. Fun. Well, we are going to be smoking that. We're going to be talking about um,
1: the segment uh, contests. Uh, we've reviewed those, and you know, kind of, kind of come up with some thoughts on that. We've pared them down. We've pared them down. Yes. Um there were a few that I think maybe are good in theory but in practicality of execution on a weekly basis probably just doesn't work by that he means creates a lot of work for us yes yep. and uh, so there's some that may get revisited as like um, like a quarterly or a every once in a while yes kind of thing but in terms of what I was looking for in terms of something that we can do on the regular um I think we've we've got it pared down. I think so, pretty well. Um, You know, and we're going to need somebody's help with one of them, and we'll get to that in a little bit. But first, why don't we go ahead and uh, prepare the cigar and the uh, here? Let me let me get mine out of the tissue. I mean, this should not take long at all. Nope, (laughs) it didn't. That's good. That's good. And, uh, no so cellophane, just I, tissue. I don't plan on cutting mine. I plan on twisting the little pigtail off. Yes. But uh, the official twisting is brought to you by <laughs> Dan the Man Ponder over there at Riverman Cigar Company. Dan had a hell of an event. Oh, man, it was fun. Wore me
2: out, dude. Yeah, that weekend, the the last it's second annual now, the, yes, the second, second one. It is now second annual. I was as tired after the second one as the first. Me too. Yeah. And
1: I'm not, well, actually more so. And I think that's just age and fried food catching up to me. But, um, yeah, I'm I, am uh,
2: 52, talk to me about it when you get to my age, brother. Well,
1: I'm hoping to be in much better shape when I'm 52. You'll than never you make
2: it to 52. I'm, I'm
1: trying. I'm trying. I mean, come uh, on.
2: it's not, I mean, I'll make it to 52. I love you, brother, but you're never going to make it. Shut your
1: mouth anyway. But the point is Dan had a hell of an event. It was a great time. Everybody had nothing but great things to say. Um, and, uh, you know, Except
2: some jackass.
1: Well, yeah, but we don't want to talk about him. Oh, I was going to light him up. Well, we buried him on Google with other reviews. Good. He needed it. Yeah. Now, I suspect that, you know, a third of all negative comments about a business come from your competitors. Mm-hmm. So I'm suspecting that's what that. I'm is. not going to lie. But I, we don't need to get into that. I tried to look the name up. Yeah.
2: And I don't think it's real. Well, there you go. Yeah. All the more suspicious. Yeah. I did a deep dive on the socials and could not find anyone matching that name. So, yeah.
1: So, guys, if you're looking at Google reviews, just ignore the most recent one that was less than thrilling because uh, we suspect that it
2: was a giant heaping pile of bullshit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, let me point something out. Yes. And and I'm just going to address this. Okay. The, the review was the fact that some of the cigars were sold out. Well, no shit. Some of the cigars are sold out. People can't get stock. Well, yeah. There are shortages. Let's be real. In all fairness, there are a
1: couple of brands that Dan has space in his humidor for that are kind of low right now. Those brands are A, notorious for this problem, and B, are having immense problems with shipping, not just to Dan, but to
2: everybody. So, good luck finding them anywhere. Exactly. So, piss off. Anyway... (laughs) But what And if you're a listener, call us and tell us you're real and then we'll have a discussion. Yeah, but so here's the thing though. The guy puts on a great event and somebody shits on it. Here's the thing. Yeah.
1: Everybody at that event had nothing but great things to say. Oh, I know. Everybody was buying cigars.
2: Yeah. I mean Which makes me think this was somebody, like you said, that isn't real and wasn't even there.
1: Or a plant from an a competitor.
2: Yeah. Which I would hate to think
1: that somebody would do that to somebody, but unfortunately it's the world we live in. It is, and, uh, you know, whatever. But the point is, everyone had a great time. Lots of cigars were sold. And Dan still has tons of cigars. And he's oh, got yeah. more coming in. He just got in the Tago cigars from our friend Ooh. over there at Michael Herklotz. I'm looking so, forward to uh, trying that out. Yeah, I know, right? So if you want to get your hands on some of the uh, the revived Nat Sherman, now Tago cigars, Dan's got them over there. Is the timeless there? Time
2: list there? That's what he's got, actually. I can't wait. I can't wait. So,
1: yeah. So you can head on over to Riverman Cigar Company. Check that out. You know, there's all sorts of other cool stuff. Um, a whole bunch of uh, uh, cigars from Ace Prime, uh, Lu- Luciano, the Picardo, and and the dreamer and a whole bunch of other ones from yep. uh, Ace Prime. You know, they they came in um unfortunately a little late for the event, but they're there now and yep. uh you can hit them up. I mean, Dan's got a great selection, all kinds of different cigars. So you're going to want to swing on by Riverman Cigar Company when you're in the St. Louis area, check them out. But if you're not in the St. Louis area, you're lucky because Dan does mail order. So you can yep. give him a call. You can tell him, "Hey, do you have this? Do you have this? Do you have this?" And if they've got it, they'll box it up. And if they don't have it, they're knowledgeable enough to be able to find something else that will fit your palate and say, hey, if you like this cigar, you'd really like this cigar. And you can try something different. Yeah. So make sure you give Dan the Man Ponder over there at Riverman Cigar Company a call and let him be your brick and
2: mortar if you don't have a brick and mortar. Let me point something out for our local listeners here in St. Louis. Dan's got an event coming up next Thursday.
1: Yes, for our local people here, and even those who are close enough for a quick drive, Yeah. Uh, next Thursday, October the 7th, it's going to be a cut and light. With, I think at what, 7 with, o'clock? Uh, sure.
2: I believe that's right. It's in the
1: evening, I know. Get there
2: earlier. Yeah, yeah.
1: it's in the evening. But um, our man, Husto Aroa. Of JRE Tobacco, Aladino, the show spon- the, the That's the, right, show, they sponsor show the show studio, studio sponsor. Right. Exactly. Show studio sponsor, Husto Aroa, and uh, frequent guest, Trey Max Shipley. Uh, they're going to be at Riverman Cigar Company for a cut and light. Yeah. So you can swing on by, you can sit down, you can have a cigar and talk with Justo and Trey and get to know those guys. It's going to be a great time coming hot on the heels of that uh, second annual event. But you know what? That's the kind of shop that Dan runs. You can never relax. You can't nope. chill out. It's because, always something coming. because something's always coming at you. Yeah.
2: You know? And that's the way it should be. Exactly. I don't know. I mean. Did you know that Justo's dad and I used to hang out down by the schoolyard? Oh, stop it. Just stop. <laughs> anyway.
1: Somebody's going to hear that and think that you're actually. Being, it's just stupid. Anyway. It's, all right.
2: I think it's funny.
1: Well, you know what? With that, I stand by it. Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. And with that, I'm going to go ahead and do it, but technically we're twisting. It's time that we go ahead and cut twist the, cigar. the cigar. We're going to twist the cigar. Yep. And yeah, it's got the little pigtail, so it just kind of seemed like, you know what? When in well, Rome. Why cut it? Why not just use the natural pigtail there? Exactly. So we'll pull that off there. Although, I'm not going to lie, I may end up cutting it anyway, because I don't know if that's going to be a big enough hole to draw out of.
2: That's what she said. <laughs> Trust me, it is. Are you sure? I hate to say it. Yep, I'm going to be kidding. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure you're wrong there, but Yeah, it's pretty tight.
1: <laughs> nice.
0: That's right. what he said.
1: That's exactly what he said. So Okay, so now that we've uh, cut the cigar there, cold draw time on the JFR Connecticut Super Toro. I see by the band that it has Nicaraguan tobacco from the Jalapa Valley. Ooh. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: I wonder if you can taste the Jalapa. I don't know. We're gonna find
1: out. We are gonna find out. Anyway, so what are you getting on the cold draw over there as you're
2: filleting the cigar? I've had so many cigars today. I did a lot of driving. It's very buttery. It's
1: creamy, kind of. It buttery. is creamy. You're right. It's creamy. It's kind of buttery. It's like almost like a salted
2: butter. Hmm. Interesting. Do you get that, or did I just put that in your head? No, I get the I get the creamy. I don't know if I get the buttery, but I get the creamy. I get a sal- I see where you're coming. I from. get a
1: salted butter, like a like a butter pat on some toast, but without the toast. <laughs> it's
2: the butter pat. The butter pat. It's the butter pat. No.
0: <laughs> just the
2: goofiest thing. What? I'm serious. I'm getting salted you, butter on this. Do you thing. ever buy? sweet butter like unsalted or do you buy salted butter i don't buy butter why don't you buy butter
1: because i'm I, you've seen my kitchen i don't have a whole lot of food in there it's true everybody needs butter i don't have butter hmm. i barely have salt i bought one of those little things of the little two packs of the salt disposable salt and pepper shakers did you really i did
2: one of the ones in the little like yeah, wrap like together. Yeah.
1: together you buy one you get them both kind of see like. i use celtic salt I just wanted a little salt in that. I house. like gray
2: salt or pink Himalayan. Not that I've used it yet, but you know, table salt's not that good for you. I mean, that's why I use the high mineral content salt. I mean, dude, and you get it—you get such a better flavor because all those different minerals hit receptors on your tongue.
1: Okay. Speaking you of try things, it. speaking of things hitting your tongue. So, wait, what are we? Are we? Are we done with the cold draw here? Did you do the uh, cold retro yet? Salted butter. Okay, I continue to get salted butter. There you go. So I think it's time right. to light up. I was gonna say I'm going to light my guy up here. Oh, it's Ooh, closed. foot. It is a closed foot, and I discovered that right off the bat. Yeah, let's do that away
2: from the clothing. I was going to say that was because uh, I don't want to light my crotch that on was fire. A to discovery that. right there. I did not see that coming.
1: Mm-mm. Yeah, that that <laughs> don't like it when a closed foot sneaks up on you like that.
2: <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i thought it had a little bit of a tight draw to it it doesn't i need to have a little dinger every time i hear you say that which one i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna lie like a little bing like i'm gonna tell you when i'm gonna lie because you know i'm really good at lying but does that mean you're lying when you know you're not saying that i want to emphasize the point okay yeah so okay so what are you not gonna lie about i, I well i said it but you you missed it the, i know uh, you did
1: i was concentrating on i the thought it had phrase. a
2: tight draw yeah when i was pulling on it we may have been okay with just the pigtail without the bees, cuz i thought it still had a tight draw but once i lit it up it's smoking like a chimney oh up. yeah no it's it's drawing good right
1: off the bat um it would make sense though too that maybe with just the pigtail and the close foot especially the close foot is what was jacking neither us neither one of us noticed the close foot yep i bet that's exactly it that was a rookie it mistake was. it really was yeah well it had that tissue. i'd expect that kind of thing from like you know cigar talk or good <laughs> cigar but you know not us the straight cut the straight cut yeah you know <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, and
1: now they all hate us i was gonna say
2: oh uh, i missed mark this year i know
1: yes yeah. I, guess, I guess they must have been busy
2: Yeah, well, you know it stuff happens but no, yeah mark exactly i it. i think mark's a great guy oh like the yeah. straight cut he's a good cat
1: never met aaron
2: not in person I haven't either we've had him on the show but yeah, not in yeah. person because he didn't come up to the riverman event last year there's some good people in the podcast community there are. There are. I had such a good time with Al. Oh, I know. What a good cat.
1: I know. Dude, did you see the picture he put up today of him in the boxing gear? No. I don't know if that's photoshopped or not, but like, if it's real, damn. Yeah, he lost a lot of weight. I need to get on Al's diet plan, although he calls it beast mode, and that intimidates me.
2: Well, that's just because he's flipping tires and you know, know whatnot. That's intimidating. You can flip a tire. Just start with a smaller tire. I mean, Work your I mean, way up. Like tricycle. I'm not gonna lie, dude. I got. I see. There's two. I did it twice. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> I need a ding. Oh um, yeah, ding.
2: Um, put that in the uh, drinking game or the bingo card. There you go. It's, it's probably so already in there. I've got tractor tires at the farm. So if we wanted to get into this whole, what is that called? The uh, all those you? people that run around carrying tires and like tough Mutter. No milk crates full of Iron God Man. knows what. It's not Iron Man. They they there's a... strongest contest. No, they've got these little like micro gyms that have popped up. Mini and... wrestling. <sighs> no, <laughs> it's little people. By the way, <laughs> that's the preferred nomenclature. Little people. Yeah.
1: Munchkin wrestling.
2: Yeah. Oh, um. No. What is that called? The uh... dude.
1: I've just said like eight things,
2: and none of them were anywhere close. You're saying words, but none tough of Tough them... mutter. What's a tough mutter?
1: It's one of those like endurance competition things. No wait. They, that's they, where they're running through mud and shit. I yeah. don't know. I do. Our I don't friend know. Mary
2: does that. Yes, yeah, she does. No. She's nuts. Yeah, she's crazy anyway. about that stuff. No, the... I uh, don't know, dude. I can't think of the name of it. There's all these little like micro gems that have popped up, and they're all flipping oh, the tires. Oh, freaking... And um, oh, what the hell? Um, they're, they're almost cultish.
1: God, what is the name of that freaking thing? You're right. Um, I, I, I'm... Not Pilates. It's um No, it's not Pilates. Or hot yoga. It's, son that's son of a bitch. What yeah, is the I can't name think of, of the name of it. I know. And I'm gonna kick myself when I finally do hear it.
2: Because there's a bunch of those gems everywhere. Oh, <sighs> to the Googles. I was gonna say now I gotta Google it because like I Well, you're Googling, I'm gonna do a retro hill. Okay. Ooh, that's smooth. That is a smooth retro hail to this thing. CrossFit. CrossFit. Thank you. I'm like, I'm like I am know I know the Pilates. name of Pilates.
1: Well, I know. But I was just trying to think. I, I
2: Nutter Butter or whatever you said. I that's, didn't say yeah. Nutter Butter. <laughs> that's a totally different thing. Mm-hmm. That's a sweet cookie.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, we're a little loopy tonight. Anyway. But, but no, that those CrossFit people. That's I was talking all, about the saltish. salted butter.
1: The salted butter on the, the cold salted
2: drug. butter. Mm-hmm have you done a uh, retro yet Mm-mm. very smooth smooth but there is a little back spice to it it's not
1: pepper though it's nicaraguan tobacco in the binder and filler I so i fully expect the spice level on this to ramp up yeah because it's not there yet no for sure no but uh it's good i mean dude it's smoking great my burn line's immaculate and, yeah, uh, this is a good cigar. The draw and it's really good too. And considering I haven't had a whole ton of cigars today, I'm actually getting like some stuff off of this, which is good. Well, there you go. Yeah, I've only had two cigars today before had, this. This is my sixth. Dear God,
2: I did. Well, you know,
1: I know. I got it's up this morning, day of driving. Got I up this
2: morning and covered. Uh, high school regionals for golf you were out at golf before i was even out of bed that's true (laughs) a couple hours before (laughs) and then i went down and did did a bunch of deliveries and oh just like i I left home at around nine o'clock or a little after and i didn't get home till after nine so i I, I was on the road for 12 hours you know
1: there's people that go to work at like 6 a.m that are sitting here just thinking like you freaking
2: lazy tubs but 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 the schedule that you and i are on we work later not earlier mm-hmm. and yeah when you got to get up and get moving early that really jacks with the schedule it does yeah it does i know and it it does it sounds lame because if you're somebody if you're a teacher and you get up at six o'clock to go to work or whatever yeah but you're done by like four four
1: two fifty three o'clock Eh, a lot of teachers have some stuff to clean up after class is over and everything like that. Pukers and vomit. Yeah, I mean, depending upon the grade, urine stains. Depending upon the grade,
2: <laughs> true. Could could be high school. You never high know. High school. You never yeah. know.
1: I would say depending upon the grade. But the point is, um, you know, there's things that teachers do after hour, after school hours, still too. But realistically, need three thirty to four.
2: Yeah, at the latest. Try calling a school after four o'clock and getting anybody. You know, I'll say this. When I was in, was it eighth grade? Eighth grade. Okay. I had a sweet
1: little business. Did you, you? know what I did? Okay. I went around with a bucket full of soapy water and a sponge, and I washed all of the blackboards in all of the classrooms. No, no, no. They all paid me, buddy. I was making good money for eighth grade. Kissing some ass. Nope. I was
2: making good money for eighth grade. You know what I was doing in high school to make extra money? Eighth grade is junior high, thank you. What? Well, yeah. Yeah. You know what I was doing in high school to make extra money? What's that? You couldn't even do it now. What? I, I don't know if I've talked about this on the show ever. I don't know if I know where you're about to go. <laughs> so. <laughs> what did you do? I can't even. Yeah, you can. You brought it up. Now you got to do it. In in high school. In my high school. Now, granted, this was the mid-80s. Okay. Okay. So, a lot of so things were accepted. A lot there. of things are different now because <laughs> people are going to hear this and go, Holy shit. Were you turning tricks? Well, I mean, that was, you know, that was all. Uh, I mean, 20 I, bucks is 20 bucks. Dear God. But I, when I was a kid, I got into buying Army surplus oh, no. and reselling it. Oh, God. Like, I would buy, I would go to yard sales or estate sales or whatever, and I'd buy this stuff up, you know, fairly cheap. And then I would go to flea markets and sell it. And my parents were really good about letting me do this. And I made extra. I made some fairly decent money. I mean, could you live on it? No. But for a, a 13, 14, 15-year-old kid. That's For kid, I did all right yeah. cleaning the blackboards. So that was what I did. Um, and that sprang into somehow I got a hold of a wholesale knife catalog. Were you selling knives? Oh, hold on. It gets better. <laughs> So, I took the catalog. Dude, I don't know if you can do that. I did. Well, yeah. Here's the deal. I sold stuff out of this catalog. Well, what I did is I took the pages of the catalog. Uh Uh-huh. Because it was a really, like, wholesale, like, good deal. But the stuff was really quality. Okay. Okay. I still have some of it. And I blacked out the prices, and I wrote my price, adjusted up, like, 20 to 25%. It wasn't tremendous. Uh Uh-huh. and I would take orders at school, and I would then buy a wholesale order of this, and I, I was selling knives and throwing stars and nunchucks.
1: Holy shit.
2: Yes. Any any of that kind of stuff was in this catalog. I don't think you can do that. Okay. I went to the office, uh-huh. and I said, hey, I've got this sideline business, and I told the principal, and his response to me was, as long as it stays in the packaging, we don't have a problem. I don't think that's the way
1: it is these days. No,
2: no, I would get expelled.
1: Something tells me you would be on a watch list somewhere yes. for selling, or for even bringing. That I stuff sold to school a to, like, tremendous
2: amount of throwing stars and like ninja, like whatnot. All right, knives, like hun- I mean, I am not so. Talking- there is a bunch of fifty-year-old dudes in Southern Illinois. that are armed with ninja stars and nunchucks yes. that they got in high school. I sold a lot. <laughs> I made really good money. Oh and, you know, I, I did enough to pay for the shipping and then profit on top of that. Come on money. down to Gator's Ninja Surplus. It's, dude. <laughs> buy three stars, get the fourth free. Dude, it went over really well. I would imagine it would. Like I said, I've still got some of the throwing stars. I still have a Texas toothpick, which is a nice little, like, single-handled, you know, double-bladed knife. And oh uh, I've, I've got that in the house right now. I could show it to you. Oh, my God. Got a camouflage handle. Oh, my Yeah, the God. leather case that it, like, it had a case that clipped on your belt, and uh, that case, you know, wore out, but the knife's still going strong. I've got it out in the garage. Wow. I have a pair you at the farm. we were an arms dealer. I was, actually. Cater was a high school arms dealer. Could you imagine trying to sell stuff like that in a high school now? No. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, seriously, I'd get expelled. Yeah, you'd be... The cops would be called.
1: It but, would not just be an expulsion. But I
2: covered myself and I told anybody that bought the stuff, I said, Look, you gotta take you gotta take this home in the packaging. They'll let me deliver it here. But, you know, if you get it out, then we're it's all done and everybody to a person stuck with it and you know well, Yeah, they didn't want to
1: lose their ninja stars they just bought. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right then. Nope. This is a new story for me. I can't believe I've never I've told never you. I've this. never heard this before. Yeah. I made some good money at it. I mean, again, I would imagine. But I would, so. I would, I would it's buy a bunch the high stuff. school boys buying freaking bladed weapons. Of <laughs> course, you're gonna freaking make good money <laughs> it at it. Over the only way you could have really made mo- well, the only way you could have made more money at it is if, like, you bundled it with a pr- subscription to Playboy
2: or something like that. True, true. We had National Geographic in my high school library. We've I was talked cool. about that. I was covered. I know we've talked about that. <laughs> that was my porn as a kid. That in the Sears catalog. Oh man, yeah. The anyway. J.C. Penney and Sears cataloged the bra ads. Oh yeah, boy, Coles stepped up the game significantly. But that was something. A, well, that
1: was a little past my time. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, by the time Coles was around, you know, I was, yeah, I didn't need it. But you know, you know when I worked, but I'm at just the, saying, if if the Coles ads
2: today were available, then my god, yeah. Uh, I don't know if I've told you this. When I worked at the big daily. You know that I, I I won't go into where it's at. Okay, I know. But I, I worked it. I worked at a fairly big daily newspaper. You know, sixty five thousand circulation uh-huh. on Sunday and fifty plus during the week. And when I worked there, we would get Not calls. Anymore. We would get calls and complaints about the uh, famous and bar bra ads in the paper. Pretty serious. Yes, people would call in pissed. Oh my god. Yeah. Their boobs. Yeah. Free the nipple. They weren't even boobs. They were. They were. They were gra- yeah. grandma bras. No, they weren't grandma bras. They were, <laughs> they were good looking models, but they're hey. black and white print ads, and people would get upset. Free the nipple. Oh, all day. Free the nipple. All day. You anyway, listen to Instagram? I say, free the nipple. Stop making them blur it or scratch it out. Yep. Free the nipple. Anyway. All right, then. Well, ladies, we're on your side. Now we know-
1: <laughs> I don't know if it. I think we have ulterior motives, but anyway, we
2: like boobs. I, I mean, heart, I heart boobs. Who
1: doesn't? Who doesn't like a boob?
2: I know. I like both of them.
1: I, I like know. a nice, Equally, a nice matching
2: set. I'm an equal opportunist. <laughs> Left um, one,
1: right one. I love them both.
2: Once you've seen one, you want to see them all. Precisely. Anyway, sorry we digress. I hope the kids aren't in the car. Boy, listening that got wretched.
1: That just got
2: <laughs> weird.
1: It's late. Gator was an arms dealer. That's that's a whole
2: new... That was a real thing, man. That is a whole new thing for me to process. Yeah, that was a thing. Wow. Okay. And and like I said, my school was okay with it as long as the product didn't get out of the packaging. I think that cracks me up even more. Oh, I used to sell a ton of, like, camouflage BDUs, that kind of stuff. Did you ever
1: have teachers buy stuff? You know...
2: <laughs> or was it just Kids? It's funny now that you say that. I I, I can't remember any stocking adults. Up on the, they the should have been nunchucks. They should have been because the kids outarmed <laughs> them. <laughs> yeah, they had them outgunned. If there was ever a revolt, my Those, god. The nunchucks that I have at the farm are metal ones. They're not even wood. Wow. Yeah, and they hurt because you know you get <laughs> swinging around. <and> you <laughs> invariably you're going to bang yourself with the head, and it'll not get cold. Well, that explains a lot. A lot. That yeah. explains
1: so much. Oh, my gosh. You've clocked yourself. I'll tell you, the other checks. the other
2: really hot item was a butterfly knife. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I sold a shit ton of butterfly knives. Okay. Yeah. Are you even allowed to have those anymore? I, I'm not going to confirm or deny whether I still have those. I'm not saying you. I'm just saying, in general, can a person. I think so. I think I still see those at the gun shows and whatnot for okay. sale. I don't know. I'll tell you, you you can't have a switchblade gun showing forever. Yeah, no, you can't have a switchblade. No, you can't have a switchblade. But in Illinois, because of your Foid card, mm-hmm. you can have a swing blade that's like, you know, the spring loaded. Mm. If but you you can only possess that if you have a Foid card, which for those of you listening is our government issued
1: firearm owner identification card, which is a card that we have to pay for and apply.
2: Uh, for in order to And exercise. then pray the state police will actually fill it in, in any yeah, kind of timely in manner In order
1: to exercise our Second Amendment right because evidently the People's Republic of Illinois has chosen to ignore the Second Amendment yeah. But that's neither here nor there So if we have any uh, Second Amendment lawyers that listen to us on the regular, hey come to Illinois and sue the shit out
2: of them for the <laughs> Foyd card, but it's, anyway it, there, there are cases processing right now that are headed for the Supreme Court Good. I would tell you, I think the Foyd card will be voided I would love for the Floyd card you, to be voided. You know what? One of the cases is I love. I am going to butcher this, okay? But one of the cases crap. that's really got them in a pickle is this woman that had a gun to protect her house, mm-hmm. and I don't remember if someone broke in or the police went there for something, and they found out she owned this gun, and they took her gun from her house because she didn't have a valid Floyd card. They they you know seized her gun, and yeah. I think tra- may may or may not have charged her. Her contention is that was her gun in her house, and she had every right to own it based on the Second Amendment. Yes. And the fact that Illinois said that you can't exercise a constitutional right in your own home, it wasn't like she was out at a store and they caught it on her. No, because that's concealed carry. That's a
1: whole different thing.
2: They they took it from her house, and that's one of the cases processing, I think, up through the Illinois Supreme Court right now. Oh, I
1: hope she wins.
2: Yeah, it could void the FOID.
1: I would love to void the FOID. Yeah, absolutely. I'm all in. All in. Okay. Yeah. Well, now we've talked politics a little bit there. Yeah. Well, People love that. Yeah. I, I'm not sure they do. Not sure they do either. Anyway, so before we get into the uh, the segment winners here, JFR Lunatic Connecticut. Good cigar. Or not Lunatic. It's just the JFR Connecticut. Yeah, not a Lunatic. It's not a Lunatic. No. I can't, if I have said Lunatic, I, I am mistaken. This is just, just a Connecticut just Super Toro. Just the JFR Connecticut Super Toro. Yeah. Good smoke. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: I really like this. I would have liked to have gone it's smooth, into it. It's good, um, maybe maybe in a morning or first cigar stat, you know, kind of status. But even for smoking as much as I've done today, which I don't think is healthy, to have <laughs> six cigars a day, I'm thinking I'm pushing my limit there. Um, FDA report
1: says one to two a day does uh, zero. zero to yeah. you. So uh, yeah, you uh, you're pushing it. Well, think
2: about it. Six is just two. Times three, so, so if, what's what's so, zero times three? So if you don't smoke for the next two days, it'll oh leave yeah, by balance out. I don't think it. No, it doesn't work that think way it works at all. That no. way at all. No, but anyway. But you know me, I smoke when I drive, and I drove a lot today. It's true. It's so, true. no, this is a really really good cigar. It is good. It's smooth.
1: It's got a uh, kind of a creamy, nutty. It not, really does. Not Really nutty. Not, not that it's I say The that, creamy. It's, it's the creamy kind of smooth flavor to it.
2: Yeah. And yep. I'm getting a little bit of that salt you were talking about. Right. And, uh, yeah, on, on the on the smoke. Butter Pat. Every once in a while, I'll get a cigar that has, like, a salty taste to it. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that. Adds a little something something different. It really
1: does. So, let's go ahead. Segment ideas. Get into segment ideas here. So, the first one. We think we've distilled it down. We think we have. So, the first one that we're going to announce here. Um, and we... We want to thank everyone for your entries. Yes. I, everybody who took time out to email me and everything like that. And the really son of a bitch appreciate. that wanted me to get shocked, you know, piss off. But that, anyway. That was Christian. <laughs> and He
2: wants me to get shocked.
1: Well, okay. So while we're talking about that, I did buy that game. God damn it. But you and I together just by ourselves, it's not really all that entertaining. Because if I'm asking the question... Obviously, I'm not in on the trivia. Yeah, and you're
2: just gonna shock the shit out. of So I'm me. Just,
1: basically, it's an excuse to shock you. Yes, and, and I get or vice you, versa. And, and and Christian, I totally get where you were going, and I love it. But um,
2: Dude, why do you want me shocked too?
1: I think it'd be funny. But God damn it. it's neither here nor there. Um, I love
2: you, Christian, but no on but, the shocking. Uh,
1: but anyway, but but one thing I will say is, um, I did buy it, but I'm gonna reserve it back for when we have maybe multiple people with us. Like what? let's say. Pinky and broccoli are with us. Then at that point, you know it can be more entertaining.
2: Well, how about this? We're going to be recording. I'm hoping at some point in the next week here with Husto. Yeah, I don't. So know we'll if just I want... shock the shit out of Husto on the show. I don't think that's a good idea at all. <laughs> well, at least Tray Mack. Okay, yeah, Husto would approve. Husto would approve. <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to shock the studio sponsor. Just shock the piss out of Tray Mack. repeatedly.
2: It's like, well, we've lost the studio sponsorship. <laughs> Do you remember on uh, uh, Oh uh, Ghostbusters mm-hmm. when they're doing the game where he's flipping the cards mm-hmm. up and he's just shocking the piss out of that guy? That's what I wanted to be like. And that poor guy, he got a number of them right. But because, the squiggly lines. But because Peter Vinkman was hitting
1: on the chick. Yeah. And she got like none of them right. <laughs> no, you know? but I mean, look at her.
2: Yeah. Who cares? I know, right? Yeah. But, yeah, that that poor little bastard got the he, shit shocked out of him. He even spit his gum out in that one <laughs> that shot. Was, that, was <laughs> that was funny. That was good. Oh, anyway. No human would stack up books like this. I love
1: Ghostbusters. <sighs>
2: I'm so excited for the new one. Melissa McCarthy, I saw an article the other day where she's all pissed off because she doesn't understand why everybody hates her Ghostbuster movie. Because it was a rehash of the first one. Yeah.
1: I have no problem with the characters. I have no problem whatsoever with the characters. Yeah, I didn't like that they took the old Ghostbusters and recast them instead of just They cameo. had to do cameos. I thought that was stupid. But Everybody but Rick Moranis came back. It was alive. Yeah. Um, I thought that was stupid. But in terms of the four ladies and even Chris Hemsworth, I thought they were entertaining enough. The problem Chris is... Chris
2: Hemsworth was annoying as hell in that but movie. But I will
1: say, if you watch... 1984 Ghostbusters. Yes. And then immediately start watching Ghostbusters. What is it? Answer the Call or whatever they're calling yeah, it. Yeah, whatever. Um, if you watch them back to back, dude, it's the same movie. Now, you know, it's the, the same friggin'
2: plot. The funny thing is, Addie, my 11 year old, yeah, loves the female version of Ghostbusters, does not like the original. It's more reason for me to think that your daughter's kind of like not quite right. Uh, she loves it. She'll watch it over and over. I will say. When I saw it in the theater, I was just like, you know, I was, I was kind of excited to see it Mm -hmm. and it did not live up to my expectations. Watching it with her repeatedly, like I have it, it is, it does have its moments and it's not as bad as I originally thought.
1: It was an actually, I mean, you know, look, if you're not going into it with too much, it's an all right movie. Yeah. Like I said, the problem is almost beat for beat. It's the same movie as Ghostbusters 84. So, you know, it's like, look come up with an original story for these gals and I'd be totally all in on it. Yeah. Or if they would have made it like a franchise thing.
2: When does the new ghostbusters come out? November.
1: I'm looking forward to that. I know. And actually, you know what drops literally the same day as this episode? What? The many saints of Newark. Oh, you're jazzed about that. I already checked to see if they were doing like a Thursday night, midnight show, but they're not because I guess the new venom movie comes out the same day. And so they're doing midnight shows of that. And, uh, you know, whatever. But... Uh, Does Venom blow your skirt up? Because... I still haven't seen the first one. Yeah. I mean, I know it's a Spider-Man thing, but, like, eh, whatever. Yeah, I haven't... I, st- I still haven't seen the first one. Same here. So I'm not really dying to see the second one. But, dude, Many Saints of Newark, all about that. Well, I bet. Like, so I can guarantee you, as you're listening to this on Friday, guys, my ass is parked in a movie theater seat with a big bucket of popcorn and a nice big bottle of water. With a hole in it? Heaven forbid... No. <laughs> I don't think anybody's going with me. Um, and then, uh, uh, and a nice big bottle of water because heaven forbid movie theaters actually have uh, fresh brewed iced tea. Right. And um, I'm going to be sitting there and I'm going to be enjoying watching the uh, origin of Tony Soprano. I hate to and say And it's going it, to be amazing.
2: I've never watched The Sopranos. I don't I know, know if I would it. get it. You're going to get
1: way less of the inside stuff yeah. than I will. But it might be a good, like, segue into the Sopranos for you maybe I don't know having never seen it I don't know it might be a total like inside thing for Sopranos people and if you haven't seen Sopranos then you're just out of luck yeah but I suspect that that's probably not the case what I'm suspecting is that they've probably set this up in such a way that if you're a Sopranos fan you get a ton out of it and if you're not a Sopranos fan it might introduce you to the world to where you might be curious to watch the show finally Okay. It that's, could, it could that,
2: serve a dual purpose.
1: That is my guess. Okay. If they were smart, and David Chase is a smart guy. So I'm betting that's what they did.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, so back to our segments. I digress. Yeah, I've been talking. I digressed us. Worried that I lost my burn, but I did. No, do. you got a good cherry going on that. Mm
1: hmm. I do have a little split down by the cap. Oh, do you? And it's uh, causing, like, you know how sometimes when you split the the wrapper, smoke will come out of that split. Oh yeah. So I'm having kind of a weird draw because now of I will that. say That's part my... of that
2: could be my fault. Okay. Because I bought these in Kansas and then took them to Colorado that has like no humidity. Okay. They were bagged up, but they may have uh, they may have dried out a hair on me because of that. You son of a bitch! I'm just saying.
1: All right. Well, the first one that you and I have, we talked them all out. Again, some of them work as uh, a regular thing. Some of them work as a periodic thing. Some of them, quite frankly, um, were interesting, but at the same time, just kind of felt like a morning show sh- shtick. Yeah, it didn't seem like you and I could really like you know tailor it as we wanted or. Also, maybe it wouldn't result in too much in the way of conversation.
2: Yeah. Like something like the old MJ and BJ show would have done or, you know, Stephen D.C. here in St. Louis. Weenie in the butt. 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 Anyway. So the first one,
1: though, is one that admittedly is probably going to be a fairly short segment. But uh, that's all right. You know, um, I think it's entertaining.
2: Um It's a joke of the week. So now I'm going to call an audible on that. Okay. Because I'm going to do it. I know you are. It's going to be the dad joke of the week. And that's fine. Okay. Because here's
1: the thing. We all have been sitting around in the cigar lounge when suddenly a joke off starts. Mm -hmm. And so it doesn't hurt to have an arsenal of jokes at the ready. Exactly. So, you know, if you're you're looking for that, Jeff will have some dad jokes. Um, So anyway, so that. When do we want to start this? I don't know soon 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 start arming yourself i'm gonna be working on the bumper music and you know that kind of fun stuff okay the little the little like you know
2: we need the butt you know that kind of thing yeah you know so lots of lots of like old timey horns and whatnot
1: yeah you know something along the lines of you know something kind of like you know this kind of thing you know something like that but not that exactly okay anyway um so no, so that suggestion. You're came, really proud of that. You, I
2: really am. You wanted, you just wanted to bust that out to I hear don't, it,
1: dude. I put a lot of time and effort into the Yes the Boys intro. You did, and then I shat on it. You did, yeah, you did. Um, so anyway, Frank and Glenn, you guys both suggested the uh, the joke segment. So double we got, prize. We got double prize there for the joke segment here. Okay. So next up is one. That which one is this? Oh, that one we're going to save till last. Okay, because that's the one that we're going to have to ask help for. Yes. Okay. Makes sense. The next one up that we thought would be pretty easily done and something that can be done is cigar news. Yes. You know, which we've dabbled with. We've dabbled. Yeah. Dabbled. I kind of quit doing it when it became like. Let's be real, there wasn't a lot of
2: news during COVID. Yep. Um Hey, here's a new Vitola in the cigar we've had for hundred years. Which
1: admittedly, some of those, quite frankly, are gonna some of these it may end up being that. You yep. know,
2: it's one but of But that things. is cigar news. It
1: is cigar news, I guess. So anyway, um so yeah, so we'll do some cigar news and that suggestion came to us from both Alan and Rob. So Double Prize. Another double prize. My three prize packs has suddenly now turned four, and I still have the last one to announce here. So, um, and this one is also a double prize. So um, Six. I know, right? It's funny how that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so the last segment, though, um, this idea comes to us both from Noah and from Lisa. And they both suggested um, doing... Um pairings, yes. Now, here's the thing: Lisa suggested doing it with Pinky, and I will talk to Pinky. But at the same time, and I'm just going to say this: Pinky is a novice smoker.
2: Yes. So I don't know exactly how well her palate. I think Pinky would be good would with th- the pairing part, maybe not with the cig- the, the cigar part of the pairing, uh huh, uh-huh. as much because she is she's got a new palette. And, you know, she's just kind of finding her way, getting her sea legs, as it were. Mm-hmm. And then also,
1: admittedly, I think uh, Mr. Pinky is the whiskey connoisseur of the two of them. Yep. And I think she enjoys some of the things that he brings home, but I don't know if she's, like, out dabbling in what whiskeys and whatnot she likes and everything as well. Yeah. So, you know, I'll talk to her. I don't know if, it's, if she's going to be the regular, but... That does bring up the idea of, okay, who is going to do it? Yeah. Because you and I are not the people to do a pairing. No, we are we we don't
2: drink that much. No, we Let's don't. Let's be honest. Nope. It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. And, you know, like, you and I will go out to dinner or something, and we both end up drinking iced tea. Yep. And if we pair with iced tea every week, people are going to get pretty bored. It'd be iced tea or coffee for me
1: 90% of the time. Exactly. So... I guess what we're kind of saying is... Throwing it out there. We're throwing it out there. That, guys, we're looking for somebody to do a pairing segment. Um, now, think the Broccoli Rob segment. Yeah. Three minutes at most. You know, something that... And, and admittedly, I'm just going to give you a little background here. Broccoli, he records that on his own. He has his own microphone. He uses his own computer and everything. He records that on his deck or wherever he's doing that. Yep. And he records it, he puts it all together. he scripts it. I mean, that's all him, and then he sends me the m p three and all I do is I just drop it in. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for, yes, from a pairing segment. It's a commitment, it's a weekly commitment. It's one of those things that you know, yeah, there's something to it, you know you gotta you gotta really work at it so um, I'm open to. Uh, auditions, yes. But I'll also say that I'm looking for commitment. So if you don't think you can do what we're asking, like a weekly segment on a weekly basis, maybe just you know as much fun as you may have doing it, sit a
2: couple of plays out. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Take a little breather. Take a breather. <laughs> so, what <laughs> anyway. you said, the
1: next couple of plays out, champ. So I guess that's all I'm saying is just be honest with yourself. If you don't think you can pull it off on a weekly basis, you know, I'm sure you're great at it, but you know, maybe uh maybe sit it out.
2: Yeah, but that's part of the deal is we want it to be a weekly segment. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Thanks for filling that time there.
1: <laughs> anyway. So no, and that's exactly it. We want it to be a weekly segment and so it's, it's just all about commitment, but we are open to the idea of a pairings, uh, segment. I think it would be really valuable for I do too, everybody. Actually. Um, I think it would be even valuable for you and me. Yeah. Cause again, I, that's a whole aspect of cigars that I just, I'm not into. Yeah. You know, mostly because I'm not any kind of a drinker. Yeah. You know, really. And so it just. It's not that either one of us have a
2: problem with it necessarily, we just don't do it.
1: I would say I'm just not much of a I don't drink straight liquor by and large. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll do cocktails and things like that, but like I will
2: say that. But even then, I'm I my range on that is even limited. So, and you'll have to go back and listen to the show cuz I can't remember the name of it. But that uh that rum Bamboo. Al brought bamboo bamboo oh my god is that good yeah I know you said you liked it it I like the smell of it more than the taste of it if you can believe that mm-hmm. it it smelled like uh, bananas Foster. okay well you know
1: I, I yeah I there's some liquors that sometimes you just like the smell of it more than the taste of it
2: yeah well and it, it you know, that's it, the thing it's one of those it things. didn't taste bad now I will say I liked it better I cut it with a little bit of water okay and then it was really good yeah so i you know and i know some some purists might uh frown on that (laughs) but i was drinking it and i'm like man you know it's it's good but i'm not a giant liquor guy you know that so i cut it with just you know maybe a third water to two thirds of the rum and then oh it was smooth all right then
1: so anyway so guys if you think that you can handle doing a consistent weekly pairing segment um you know let shoot me, uh, shoot me an MP3 with uh, with an audition, you know, over at Nick at CigarPulpit dot com, yeah, and uh, we'll give it a listen and we'll see what's what. But um, again, it's it's weekly, it's consistent. How much we pay in for that? Oh, it's free. It's it's yeah. It's for somebody who wants to just you know to join in to join in and be the authority. Yes, yeah, exactly. Not the authority. The authority on our show. Yeah not ripping off anybody's other idea ah uh, barry stein barry stein i love barry i know we need to get him back on uh soon yeah i hope so soon we'll, we'll make it happen check out my ash you do you have not asked yet you no. do have a nice solid ash that's probably nearly a third of the cigar yeah first third
2: yeah this thing's holding together like a champ yeah it's smoking great Hmm. um
1: Got that good, good smooth, creamy flavor to it. It really does. I like this cigar. It's good. have to do a retro here. I wonder here. if anybody local carries this. Does
2: Dan have this? I don't know if you he know, does.
1: I know he's got some Agonorsa. I don't know if he has this one in particular, though. I'm
2: going to have to mention you this one, too. will have him. to check it out. Yeah, because this is a good stick.
1: We'll see how it finishes. I know Dan's in love with that... Um, my father, Connecticut, because it has that little bit of extra oomph at the uh, yeah in the final third there. I like and that everything. cigar too. It's a good cigar, but um, yeah. So have to uh, have to see. And I will say, how much did you pay for this? I don't know because when I was uh, checking out online to find out the makeup of the cigar, yeah. and everything like that, this is an affordable cigar. Yeah, like a lot of
2: places, it's like six seven bucks.
1: Yeah. Which, I'd
2: say that was probably in the price range,
1: yeah. Which, for a 6.5 by 52, I mean, that's a good price for I this, might have my receipt in the bag. I'm not sure. Okay. but yeah. I thought you were hoarding your receipts. What's that? Waiting for your 1099. Yeah, like I'm ever going to get that. Uh, well, you, it's going to be real funny. When I give you a 1099 and you don't have any receipts.
2: Oh, I can produce them.
1: I'm sure you can. <laughs> Anyway.
0: Guess what, motherfucker?
1: Well, God. it's time for three so cigars cheeky. that we have smoked and enjoyed yeah. this week. Did you know they're coming out with a Tiger King 2? Yes. I about died when I saw that preview. They're going to do a Tiger King 2 where they follow up on everything that's happened since that first one hit. Well, the one guy died, didn't he? Yeah, the, the one zookeeper guy died. Yeah. And then um, I'm wanting to say the guy with the harem the other yeah. the other guy he got arrested oh did he yeah i'm pretty sure he he got arrested for something and then there was all the drama about you know the continuing police investigation that yeah. opened up into uh uh carol ba- that bitch carol baskins <laughs> oh husband God. you know and everything dead husband yeah so
2: i mean there's there's been she made a cryptocurrency Yes, some kind of cat coin. We yeah. talked about that yeah. scat coin. Scat. That was a yeah, scat. Yeah, yeah. Which is shit coin.
1: Well, it was a dollar sign cat, but yeah. the problem is that, that makes it scat, and scat yeah. means shit. So it's yes. a, it's a shit coin. shit coin. Did she actually come out with it, or is it, or did it like was it a? Because that was a CNN article that you actually read. That was yeah. like an actual legit, an news actual article. legit
2: news. Yeah. Well, if you believe CNN is actually <laughs> legit news.
0: But anyway, this
1: does to hear God, man. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> I just, uh, I, I don't know if she actually came out with it or not. But no, Tiger King 2, coming soon in Netflix. I think
2: she came out with it. I mean, it's not trading on uh, Robin Hood or anything, let's be honest. But, no, probably not. But I think she actually may have come out with it and then sold it or sold the rights to it. Okay. I think, you know, unless I just dreamed that, I think I heard You that. may have. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, Jeff, three ci- cigars. Three cigars that we have smoked and enjoyed this week.
2: Are you uh interested in going first or shall I? I will take the lead. Okay. I had a 2012 by Oscar Valderas. Oh, ah, good OBC. Cigar. And it was the uh, uh the orange band and I never remember what I they are. I believe that's Corojo. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. It was really good. I had that today actually on nice. my way driving back from the farm to here. Hard box, a Hard Box press torpedo?
1: Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Good cigar. It is a good cigar. Actually, at some point, you and I are going to do an experiment with that cigar. Okay. I have in my possession, um, a. Oscar- I hate to say it, mine was not a torpedo, it, but it was a hard box press. Okay. Well, anyway, like really um, flat box press. I have in my possession. I have one that is from two years ago. Oh, do you- two or three years ago. Do and then I you have another know. that's from one or two years ago, and then we need to procure another one like recently. Okay, and then we can smoke them to see um, what the uh, how the cigar differs with age. Okay, I like that. Yeah, I like it a lot. I have, actually, I have two of each of the various past years. Speaking of past years, I do want to give a special shout out to listener Doug Pendleton. Doug was nice enough to gift us uh, some Lost Calaveras, Jeff. Oh. He gifted us not just one, but four years' worth of them. Because it's an annual release, different blends every year. Well, thank you. I he, did not know he that. He gave us this at the Riverbend event. And he gifted us the 2018, 2019, 2020, and 2021 uh, Las Calaveras. And that way, uh, and he gave three of each of them in the Rebuso size, so that you and I and Pinky can sit down, light up four cigars, and compare and contrast amongst the four of them.
2: Well, that was cool. I think
1: it's going to be really fun. That was really nice. Seriously, Doug, that was extremely generous, and we want to thank you for that.
2: We we should call and have him on at least the beginning of that show to thank him when we do it. I agree. Love it. Uh, My first cigar is an old
1: favorite that I smoked just today as well. Um, One that I picked up uh, down in Memphis when I was down there. Uh, meeting uh, Nick Perdomo, and it was the Perdomo had to, draw, had to do a name drop there. Did you? Well, it's relevant. It's the Perdomo uh, Champagne Tenth an- or Reserve Tenth Anniversary uh, um, Champagne. Uh, I did the Epicure, not the Super Toro. Not the Super. You love the Super Toro. I do, but I bought a box of the Epicures. Oh, I are, was unaware. Which are the Toros? Okay. Um, mostly because i find myself gravitating more towards the 52 to like 56 58
2: you know what you know what you're doing i've, I've dropped down you're coming back to
1: my world i'm coming back to yeah. reality a little bit the 60s yeah. just and they just seem a bit much sometimes it is yeah although my another one of my cigars that i'll talk
2: about here in a bit um was also a 60 i never got your obsession with the larger ring gauge cigars well, i I'm, I'm not as big a fan
1: I, for me, whenever, I mean, it all kind of started when I was like starting smoking and everything. Did you feel like you were the banker on Monopoly? Partly, but also partly because, um, uh, it was one of those things where when you look at the price of a Toro and then you look at the price of a Gordo, yeah, it's usually only maybe like at most a buck difference. Yeah. But you get so much more tobacco with the Gordo. Yeah. You know? And so for me, it was a, uh, Bang
2: for my buck kind of situation, but so. sometimes, and I think this is the case with me, um, you just like that uh, getting more of the wrapper, yeah, than the filler, and I that's get it. you know, and you're just getting a lot more filler with a bigger yep, cigar. I totally get it. So, all right, well, so that was my first one is the uh, Perdomo
1: <laughs> ten, uh, Reserve 10th Anniversary Champagne Epicure.
2: Okay, uh, next up for me, I smoked a Yaguá. Mm. It was one of the ones I got from uh, Dan's unboxing. I also smoked one of those. I smoked it on
1: Sunday after the Broccolis had left for Indiana. Yep. Um, Sunday morning was my, my saying goodbye time period. I took Al to the airport and uh, went and had breakfast with the Broccolis and everything like that. And they hit the road, and I ran a few errands, came home, and settled into my driveway where I basically didn't move for the rest of the day. I get and, that. uh, I did smoke a Yaguá in the driveway. Oh, it's such a good cigar. It really is. It really is. Yeah. I'm so glad I have that, you know, box. Yeah, you so. got a whole
2: box, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting on about eight that I've picked up, but. Uh, hey, that's
1: not bad. No, that's but good, I good supply. I should have
2: grabbed a box when I had the chance. Well, you know, I got lucky. But mm-hmm. anyway. Timing is everything.
1: Timing is everything. So my second one for the week is one another one I picked up down in Memphis. Um, I okay. went through the uh, tinderbox uh, um, uh, humidor there, and I found a Villiger.
2: T you were talking uh, the, about the, T-A-A, yeah.
1: TAA exclusive the twenty twenty T A A exclusive Villiger cigar. Holy shit! Yeah, you and I don't have Villiger cigars up here. No. And you told me you had that, dude, and I was jealous. I need to get more of these things. You this said was it was great. so good. It smoked perfectly. Wow, and it tasted good. I mean, it was just—it was a good, good cigar. So, Teddy, if you're listening to this, I need you to run by the Lakeland uh, Tinderbox and lost pay- my ash. Oh, you did. It did. About halfway though.
2: Yeah, I know. You
1: got quite a ways on that cigar with that. This
2: cigar is the construction's just amazing. The JFR Connecticut. Uh, yep. Um. But no,
1: Teddy, if you're if you're listening to this, I need you to go buy that Lakeland uh Tinderbox and get some more of those uh Villiger TAA exclusive 2020s because man, I need more of
2: those in my life. Yeah, you. In the worst you were possible raving way. Raving about that cigar it was with a me. Good cigar. Yeah. So you I called to tell me how good it was. It was good. Yeah. So no, I'm I'm
1: digging it. I liked it, and I believe I'm pretty sure it was. If
2: it wasn't a sixty, it was like a fifty-eight. I mean, it was a bigger cigar. Yeah. So there was some cat walking around the Riverman event smoking one of those horses' legs from Martinez. Yeah, the hundred and forty gauge. Yeah, and I said horses' leg, not horses' dick, because I wanted to be classy. Okay. Okay. Anyway, I just wanted to point that it was out. More similar to a dick, but whatever. <laughs> anyway.
1: Um, I've watched that cat work on that thing all day. I'm sure he worked on it all night too. Yeah. That,
2: that's an, And all I day don't smoke. mean that as like a
1: dick joke. I mean, that is no, like, that, that an, takes that long to all smoke day that smoke. Thing. So anyway, so what's your, uh, that was my second one. What's
2: your third one there? <sighs> I'm going to beat you to it. Mm-mm. I don't know. You, you, you had some other cigars this week. So, but for me, it was that, uh, Aladino elegante mm. in the, uh, the Cameroon that we smoked at uh, Pulpit baby. Fest. Yeah. Yep. Good cigar. And thanks again to studio sponsor Jerry Tobacco and to uh, Dan the Man over at yes. Uh, Riverman. Yes. They for, made, they made you know, that happen. This up.
1: Yep. And I really appreciate that. And I'll tell you, um, a number of people at the party had not had that before, mm-hmm. including Al. And they raved about it. Everybody to a T enjoyed that cigar. Yeah. And a number of people there. Lisa broccoli's wife oh yeah she'd never had one um al had never had one i think teddy had never had one i don't know about doug and trent but i do know that they at least had never had one Yep, they were all raving about it though yeah so it's i mean dude it's a fantastic cigar Yep. yeah
2: it's a lancero but it's one of
1: the few that i'll smoke
2: yeah i think we gave one of those if i'm not mistaken to uh shannon's dad as well i believe so i think we hooked him up uh shannon from top shooters and the the voice of uh the intro to the broccoli Rob section. Exactly, yeah. My man, broccoli Rob. Which broccoli got a picture with her? Yeah, he did. He did. Shannon's 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 really nice. She yeah. She pretends to hate me. She puts on a front. I'm not sure she's pretending, but I, I don't like know Shannon. Either,
1: so yeah, yeah. So um, and then my last one is, um, I mean, dude, I've been smoking a lot of stuff I picked up down in Memphis, and because it's been different stuff. Yeah. And so this one also came from Memphis. It was the uh, big poppy Toro from uh, David Ortiz,
0: Ooh. and
1: um, you know it's got it's got a picture of him, you know, on the band. If I'm not and mistaken,
2: everything. I believe he's an athlete. He is. Yeah, I believe he played for the Red Sox. <laughs> big poppy. Big poppy. Um, Wasn't he in on beating the Cardinals once in the World Series? Probably. I think he was, and I'm not not happy about that. I mean, but. you know,
1: it, it, it's one of the few times that the Cardinals lost in the series. It's true. So, by the way, on a freaking tear can't talk about it too much, because if I do, I'm going to jinx it.
2: Yeah, I don't know how they played tonight, so... Yeah, so I'm not going to... As we record on Wednesday night for Friday. I I probably should just shut up, but... (laughs) Well, regardless, they broke a record.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: What'd they end up... They were at 18 wins. Let me see. 17 or 18? I don't know. Yeah, I think they were up to 18. But...
1: All I know is they beat the shit out of the Cubs when they were in town, and Lupe had to sit there and endure
2: my... Oh, he did. That was brutal. My, uh, uh, oh, the Brewers uh, beat him uh, tonight, Wednesday night, 4-0. to zero. Damn it! Yep, so the streak's over. Well, I guess it had to happen at some point. That's all right. Yep. And they secured the wild card in the midst of that, so that was a good thing. That's
1: good. There you go. Well,
2: anyway, so yeah, I had the Big poppy uh, Toro. Good cigar. Um, they were up to seventeen wins tonight. Would have been eighteen. Damn it. Yep. But you know, at, hey, 17. No, that's that's a, a really good. They streak, caught fire. Man. They did. Yep. So,
1: um. But yeah, that that would be my third one. Well, there you go. Good segment. Copy. So good segment. Good segment. I like good it. segment. Good, talk. Good, good talk. talk. good talk. Good talk. Speaking of good
2: talk, you know, you know, let me uh, before well, we end, can well, okay, I point okay. something okay. out? Okay. So you went to Memphis. Uh huh. And you bought yourself a whole shit ton of cigars to try. Mm-hmm. And I went to the Kansas City Cigar Festival, and what did I do? You bought some doubles. I also bought some doubles. Oh, did you? Okay. That's I what didn't I was... buy
1: doubles of everything because... You, you realize know. I bought like 12
2: doubles. I did not. Yeah. I was, I was naming them off to you earlier. I got two of these. I got two of these. How much other stuff did you buy, though? Uh, I bought a few extra cigars
1: you and I went different routes. We
2: did. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Actually, I think I bought in a row of 20 series. And that may have been the only individual cigar that I bought. If you go through that pack right now and look at them. You and I went different routes.
1: It happens. I mean, only because... I was there. It was a specific event. So I went hard in that event. And obviously, you know, we can... You leaned speak. hard into the Perdomo I is did what you're saying. I very hard into the Perdomo. I, I, you, I brought you back and I... I brought it with me one day and we were supposed to meet up and you I'll say I've never seen it. You, you didn't meet up with me, but I still have a little four pack of Connecticut. What, what day at home. in the last year that I was supposed to meet you, I didn't. All I know is I brought it with me and We're together all the time. I brought it with me and you didn't meet up or something something happened and Weird. I didn't get it to you. So it's hmm. sitting in my humidor at home still waiting for you. But it's a little four pack of Connecticut's it's like all the different kinds of connecticut's that perdomo puts out oh that's cool thank you so you know it was nice i would say you know what it was what it was my freebies so what happened was i i purchased you know some cigars from mr perdomo and then i was allowed eight free cigars yeah you know as as part of the deal yeah so they had three packs it was connecticut sun-grown maduro and I got myself a Sun Grown, and I said, but you know what? I'm going to get this Connecticut for my co-host.
2: Well, see, there you go. We were thinking of each other, which we is were. really bizarre. And I bought. Disturbing. And the
1: one that I bought that is the double, and I'm trying to secure a guest that we can smoke it with. Okay. I bought the um, exclusive, like, super-aged Brick House.
0: have you heard about this yes
1: where it's like they found like a box of brick house that's been like in a freaking wall for like 10 years or shit like that you know whatever which i
2: could believe it we were in that factory i mean i know i don't say it's it's possible Mm -hmm. but
1: anyway so no i bought two of those because i figured you know i mean you know it's it's something different yeah something limited it's like so i bought two of those i know
2: uh down down at the factory at the el Rio, and i would have probably
1: bought more of like the stuff that, like, I've been mentioning, you yeah. know, the like I smoked the Agonor, so leave the rare leaf. I smoked, um, uh, or I bought, uh, you know, a couple others, but admittedly, those were more. I wanted to try them. I
2: think I've got two rare leaves in there.
1: Did you really? I do, yeah. Oh, well, anyway, I wanted to try it, and so it was one of those things that I didn't want to like buy too many of them in case, like. I lit one up, and I was like, this is not good, yeah. you know? But everything that I bought so far, I really, really liked. And I did, for the record, I did smoke that Rare Leaf. I liked it. Um, I'm looking more... I did buy a Supreme Leaf, and I'm looking a little bit more forward to that. The Rare Leaf was was really good. Yeah. Um, but uh, I almost wonder if maybe... Let's put it this way. I'm looking, If you do have two of them in that bag, I'm looking forward to revisiting it, because the day that I smoked it... By God, I'm going to look. All right. The day that I smoked it, I had smoked a couple of different cigars, mm. and I think it just blended in with everything else. Okay. And I don't think I quite gave it the fairness that it deserved. That happened.
2: So. Okay. You know what? I'll just go... Yeah. Well, no. Okay. I got... Which one were you talking about? Aganorsa leaf, the rare leaf. I have the Aganorsa leaf, um, but it's the uh, Connecticut. That's what I got. It's okay. an AJ Fernandez blend. Okay, okay. so I have those for us to try. All right.
1: Well, then um, I'll have to I'll have to find myself another rare leaf mm. around somewhere. But that's okay. I know I can do it. I knew I um, bought some Aganorsa, but uh, it's not the same one. Yeah, I know I can do it. It's just that I need to give it another shot. You know, while I'm at it, it's not that it was bad. It just was there. And I need to, I need to, from all the hype that surrounds that cigar, I know there's something more to it that I'm missing, so I need to find out what that is.
2: Okay. Now, I will admit, I did buy one extra cigar when I was out at the uh, Kansas City Cigar Fest because I just found it here. I got a uh, Costa Ray, sun-grown. But I didn't buy two of those because we've done those on the show before. Yeah. So. Well, you know what? Look at you, thinking, thinking.
1: I was a thinking heck. of the show, buddy. I'm, I'm. That's really impressive. You
2: know, and while I'm at it, I'm just going to tell you what else. You and
1: I need to road trip down to Memphis and go hang with Teddy because, like, they've got a number of Teddy. cigar lounges down there, and you didn't get a chance to put his meat in your mouth, and oh my I, God. Th- I think we need to, like, make a trip down there so that that can happen.
2: Okay. So here's the rest of the duplicates I got you, just so you know, and some of the listeners may uh, may give us some ideas on which ones we should do on the show. I got the uh, Partigas, the red label. Okay. It's the 1845. Okay. I also got two uh, Monte Cristo, and I'm going to butcher this, and I apologize. The uh, Espada, it's a Connecticut. Okay. it's I don't know if you can read that. It's this one right here. Over on the end there? Yeah. Um, Espada? Yeah, there's no end.
1: It's the it's Espada. Espada. You know what? I've seen that. You know who carries that? No. Uh, the Hill Cigar Company actually carries oh, really? that. And you and I have smoked that before. Have we? That is one. That, I did not recognize That is it. one that Jody over at the Hill oh. Cigar Company told us was so incredibly good. And she's right. So, Well, I
2: got two of them. We can do those on the we'll show. We'll have to revisit that. You I, know
1: what? Maybe we'll see if Jody wants to come back. She hasn't been on in a little while. Oh, there you go. We can, we can do that with her.
2: Uh, I also got... I'll pop this open. I also got a pair of uh, Ashton cabinets. Okay. And let's see. It's a Bellicoso. So I we'll got those for us to try. <laughs> and I also got a couple of uh, Undercrowns. I got the uh, 550 Robusto, the Undercrown 10. Okay. Oh, the and Undercrown
1: then, 10s a good cigar. Yeah.
2: I got Huero 4. Yeah. I haven't tried the Robusto, I've only tried the Toro. So that'll be interesting to see how it distills down. Exactly. So. Now. Hold on! What? Wait. There's more. But wait, there's more. My God! Look at you being all magnanimous. It's you know. I thought it was my one chance. Um, <laughs> I got. Uh, Get away from me, moth. <laughs> Mothra. Damn it! That was a big moth. Was a big moth. Uh, I got two infinity. Okay. And then let me here. I don't have to bust it open.
1: Was that is is infinity? Infinity,
2: Affinity. Or... Ah. Uh, is that like a budget? Sticker? No, it's, uh, let's see here. Yeah, it's the Affinity Toro. It's a 54 by 6, and I don't know who that label is. Do you recognize that? Uh, it's not one that I was familiar with, which was exactly why I grabbed it. I no, I don't know it. Yeah. So. And then, got two more here. I got a uh, TAA. I'll let you. Which one's that? It's the exclusive. But yeah, but it's a Creo here. See it. there you go. I got that. And last but not least, I got us some oh, yeah, uh, it's the EP Creo. It's a it's it's Creos TAA exclusive one. And then I got exclusive. that. Look at that cigar there.
1: That would be Oh my god, it's the Villager TAA exclusive twenty twenty one. Holy crap. Surprise. Well, I'll tell you what, buddy. If the 2021 is as good as the 2020, yep. we're in for a treat with that one. There
2: you go. Uh, and then... A but Teddy,
1: I, I still need some of those 2020s, man.
2: So, yeah. you know. And then additionally, <laughs> I got this TAA. Well, I said that the exclusive. So, yep, that's it. Okay. I thought you'd be happy about the Villiger. Mm, very much so. Remember I, I told you, I think I got that cigar because yeah, I knew I'd bought bought some TAA exclusives. Yeah, there, but you so. bought
1: the you bought the twenty twenty one, not the twenty twenty. But dude, yep. I'll tell you what. Like I said, if that twenty twenty one is as good as that twenty twenty, you and I are in for a treat. It was a good, very cigar. cool. I'm liking it. Well, I am down to the final third of my JFR Connecticut Super, or what is this Super Toro? It's a uh, believe so yes, Super Toro here. So I'll give it a quick retro hail and. uh You're smoking a lot faster tonight. Holy cow. Ramp up did it a little bit. You'll have that. A little bit. Uh, But speaking of the final third, why don't we go ahead and get into the final third Friday review from our man, Broccoli Rob.
2: Love
0: it.
1: It's time for Final Third Friday with my man, Broccoli Rob.
0: Happy Friday my friends, this is your man Brock coming to you from the Final Third Cigar Deck Lounge smoking the Protocol Elliott Ness Maduro for the Final Third Friday Cigar of the Week. The Elliott Ness Maduro is a medium strength, medium to full body cigar rolled at the San Latano factory in Nicaragua. This release is a 6x52 box press Toro blended using a Nicaraguan broadleaf wrapper, Nicaraguan Habano binder, and Nicaraguan Corojo fillers donning a solid triple cap perfect for the Calibri Deep V cutter. Good construction with a dark brown satiny wrapper with a decent amount of tooth. Aroma on the foot is barnyard and cocoa. Upon cut, the cold draw has similar barnyard notes with a bit of spice on the tongue. Upon light up, billowing smoke develops with a perfect draw. Nice even light with a couple of burn touch-ups along the way. Ash did nuke me on several occasions, as it is light and only holds on in about one inch chunks. Getting into the flavor notes, the first third is earth with notes of coffee, cedar, and baking chocolate, with black pepper on the tongue and through the retrohale. The second third is similar, but flavors marry nicely, with earth, coffee, cocoa, and hay, with black pepper dancing on the palate. The final third continues with nice notes of earth, coffee, bitter dark chocolate, a touch of molasses, and rye toast, with black pepper ramping back up a bit on the tongue and through the retrohale. Not a super complex cigar, but flavors are married nicely and stay true to a medium strength and full body blend. I enjoyed the way the cigar stays true to that profile, but still transitions nicely from third to third. I truly enjoyed the Protocol Elliott Ness Maduro and gave this cigar a Final Third Cigar rating of 92. Total smoking time for me was 95 minutes. If we haven't yet, let's connect. If you're in the Central Indian area or just coming through this area, I'd love to meet you and smoke a cigar with you. Also follow me on my journey as I open up the Final Third Cigar and Whiskey Lounge in Ingalls, Indiana in the coming months. We will be five minutes from Pendleton and Fortville, 15 minutes from Fishers. You can follow me on Instagram at finalthirdcigar, and also check out finalthirdcigar.com for full reviews of cigars and other cigar-related content. Have a great weekend. Remember to relax, smoke the cigars, drink the bourbon, and enjoy each cigar you smoke down to the Brock. Till next week, cheers.
2: very cool so nick yes um coming up Hmm. not a week from Friday. today yes. a week from today not today because uh, a week from the
1: day this episode drops
2: yeah because there are four fridays in october yes we're gonna be hearing from our man nick gervais over at my monthly cigars it's to true have the unboxing an unboxing of the
1: uh, October box. Exactly. Yep, that'll be awesome. So I guess this is when I should be telling people what my monthly cigars is.
2: Better play the pinky yet, whichever you want. Why don't we just tell them? Let's do so, it. So
1: it's a uh, my monthly cigars premium
2: pre- subscription service. Yes, yeah. you get boxes
1: sent to your door every month. It's like a nice little package, little little present
2: yeah. just for you. There's various sizes, but we do the old Presidente. That's eight cigars for fifty bucks.
1: But you can also get the Robusto box, which is four cigars for thirty dollars. The, the only difference is the El Presidente; you get two of everything in the Robusto box. Exactly. So that if you're sharing with somebody and you want to compare, or if you want to like have maybe multiple to enjoy, so you can uh, maybe let's say try it more than once, kind of like I should have done. Hoard the, them uh, all for yourself. With the rare leaf, yeah. you know you can do that and everything. And uh, if you use Off grow Pulpit, P-U-L-P-I-T, get your free shipping on the first box. Or 20% off any of the items in Nick's online store where he has cigars and accessories and all kinds of other fun stuff. Now, I want to talk about something cool that Nick's doing over there. What's that? So Nick also has fucking good coffee. Yes. And he is... I never quite pronounced that right. Yeah, I know. So he's doing a thing where he is coming out with cigar pulpit coffee.
2: Oh, my God. I did see this last night. and yes. I And I... It was one of those where it was like 1.30 in the morning, and I thought, no, I'm not going to bug you because I knew you'd had a late night. But I'm like, I don't know anything about this. So, he's asking for people to
1: um, reach out and sign up for a little deal that he's got going on as it relates to that. So, the deal is, you need to... He's wanting... Samplers, right? He's wanting taste testers. That's exactly it. He's wanting taste testers to sample the coffee along with us during the show and vote on which of the coffees is going to be the cigar pulpit coffee. He's got different blends. Okay. That he wants to, you know, get people in on. So the deal is, if you're interested in doing this, you need to send an email to info at fuckinggoodcoffee.com. That's F-A-H-K-I-N-G goodcoffee.com all one word, info at fuckinggoodcoffee.com. So you send your email to info at fuckinggoodcoffee.com. And when you do so, here's how this is going to work, all right, if you you sign up. So there's four coffees under consideration. You're going to receive a two-ounce sample pack for each one. We're going to drink one coffee on each of the following shows, all right, the October 19th, 22nd, 26th and 29th episodes. Okay? okay. So, on those episodes, we're going to smoke the four, or we're going to drink the four uh, samples. Um, you, as the taster, you're welcome and encouraged to drink along with us while listening to those shiga- those shows. Yeah. That way, you know, we can all kind of do it together. Um, you're going to be given a tasting sheet to keep your notes as to which coffee you prefer so that it comes time for you to vote for your favorite. When the voting opens, you're going to be given a link. Nick's going to send you a link uh, to cast your vote. The winning coffee will be announced on the November 5th show where Nick's going to come on and we're going to open up the November box. And that's going to be where we're going to announce the winning blend for the Cigar Pulpit Coffee. Okay. And you'll be given info as to how you can purchase the new coffee. So the cost to this is only $10. All right? Shipping is free. But... You're gonna get a ten dollar gift card to, um, I believe, yeah. You're gonna get a ten dollar gift card to fucking good dot um, com. Okay. So the deal is basically, yeah, you're spending ten bucks, but you're gonna get ten bucks back in credit that you can use on more coffee. Yeah. So it's it's a wash, guys. You know, it's a it's a good deal. Um, he's he is capping the uh, group. So if you want in on this, you got to get in on it quick. Um, He's going to send out a link to purchase the sampler once he has the group of, he's calling them cuppers, and uh, he's going to you know send
2: out a link to purchase the sample pack. See, I think that would have been better to go with muggers.
1: I don't know. That sounds criminal.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Cuppers sounds sexual, but muggers sounds, you know. But it's a mug of coffee. Yeah, but it's a cup of coffee. But you want to be you want to be a mugger, not a cupper. It could be either or. <laughs> I mean, if you're big spoon, you're cupping, and you know about that from this
1: weekend. Shut up. Anyway, <laughs> um, but anyway, he's going to get them shipped out to you right away, so that you have them prior to the first show on the nineteenth. So here's the deal: if you're interested, just email info at fuckinggoodcoffee dot com, and um, as long as he still has room, he will be. Uh, Sending out, you know, the links, and you guys can get in on this, and it'll be a fun time. So, yeah. Uh, he says, keep in mind that we're also looking for a name and creating a label. So if you feel creative, you can also email ideas. Okay. So there you go. So yeah, so Cigar Pulpit Coffee. Now, when did this hatch? Um, Very quickly. Okay, apparently. He's talked about it for a little while. You know that, but, you know, the idea of doing this, it kind of hatched a little quickly. Well, that that's how the idea sparked. That's exactly it, you know? I mean, well, and I think he wanted to make sure that it was out and available for the Christmas time and everything, mm. so that's why we had to, like, kind of hustle up and get something going here.
2: Nothing says love like getting our coffee. Mm-hmm. Make that a slogan.
1: It's kind of like, uh, I don't know, I'm trying to think of something dirty, kind of like you're putting a stick
2: in my mouth. It's like <laughs> It's like, you know...
1: <laughs>
2: I, I still think muggers. Yeah. I think we need to call them muggers instead of cuppers. I mean... copper sounds like a bra size. But mugger... I'm a, I'm a double cupper. But mugger is
1: literally a criminal who's like... Commit, but I'm meaning it like the cigar mug. Committing like robbery. Yeah, but you get what I'm saying.
2: <laughs> Our band of muggers. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say,
1: we're going to have a band of muggers out there. God, anyway... Oh, my. I tickled myself. I can tell. <laughs> I can tell. Um, so, yeah. So, that's that's the uh, coffee thing. There so you get, go. So, guys, if you're interested, get in on that. Yep. Limited spaces. Limited. limited.
2: Limited. Limited. What is it limited to, did you say? I have no idea. Okay. That's a Nick thing. Okay. That's a Nick thing, not an I don't thing. know how many people. Fair enough. But well, I know- if it's 10, it's 10.
1: If it's 20, it's 20. I know it's limited. I know it's more than 10.
2: Yeah. But I know it's also limited,
1: so you're going to want to get out on it quickly. Yes. Anyway,
2: so yeah. Our official tasters, I like that. I know. Yeah.
1: You're going to be able to... I mean, admittedly, of the four blends, you're going to be the one like carrying the weight on that. Okay. Because you're not a coffee guy. You know me, I'm not much of a coffee guy. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll try these, um, but it's going to be... I'm going to be very much in a taste like coffee kind of mode you know it's no like, you
2: know the funny thing is with the four different blends you may be able to pick up on some stuff we'll see yeah i i'll bet money you can
1: well and we're also going to have to be doing those here um because uh you didn't even have a
2: coffee maker do you? i
1: do have a coffee maker i just haven't used it yet and so and
2: you don't know how i don't know how i can i can teach you <laughs>
1: I have a very simple one, but I still don't know how.
2: Is it like filters, and you put the coffee in, mm-hmm. and it? Bur- yeah, mm-hmm. it's very simple. I'll I'll walk you through it.
1: Al asked me if I had coffee at the house, and he didn't. He ended up getting up and running two miles, and he never actually made himself any. Oh, okay. So, because I, I mean, he
2: could have pulled it off. I know.
1: I know. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, I have. You both, were kind of wanting him to show you how to use it, weren't you? Kinda. Yeah. I mean, I have both fucking good and snappy big man coffee.
2: You got all the coffees. I do. I'm I'm collecting coffees, and I'm not much of a coffee drinker. I know. Why 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 are you not bringing those over? I, I, I could. I can roast a pot up anytime you want. hmm I don't understand Keurig, the little pods. See, that I get. No. I've used a Keurig before. That's easy. Well, okay, but that's the difference in you your coffee drinking and my coffee. I want a pot. That's easy. Do you, do you know how expensive that would get for me with those little Keurigs? Well, yeah. Because, I mean, you've seen me drink coffee. But
1: you're the one that said, I think you said that at your office you've got a refillable one,
2: right? There is a refillable. And though that is a great little invention.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And a lot better for the environment, too, let's be honest.
0: Mm.
2: Um, but, yeah, it's a little refillable uh, Keurig pod. So, yeah, so you can still buy your coffee and just put it in that. Yeah. I don't even know where Stephanie in my office got that, and I have no idea where she oh, got Oh, I'm that. sure
1: you could probably go to, like, Bed Bath & Beyond. They carry. I don't know if we're going to have enough time. It'd be... Oh, Ah, you got that i got that reference (laughs) i got that reference i did um i think that would be the beyond but But bath and beyond yeah because it's not the bed and it's not the bath it's the beyond it's the beyond but that's okay i think they have it there i'm sure they do i mean they carry all that bullshit that what's your face on shark tank puts out so i mean i would think that uh do you ever watch Shark Tank? I watched it religiously for quite a while, and I haven't watched it in a long time.
2: Oh, I'll, when when I'm flipping through and I see it's on, I'll watch it. It's Oh, I like it. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes you think, oh, my God, that's a great product. Why hasn't everyone ever thought of it? And other times you're like, what the hell were they smoking?
1: Well, and typically when you when it's one of those, then they don't invest. No. So what is funny, though, is to see those guys pop up on Billions, like playing themselves. Like Mark Cuban's popped up on there before. Oh, has he? You know, just, well, because the one character, Bobby Axelrod, he's a billionaire, you know, so he's hanging out in places where other billionaires go and stuff. And so he'll have lunch with Mark Cuban and shit and everything, and they'll be talking about stuff. It's kind of funny. Yeah. But, yeah. The one percenters. Super one percenters. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yep. Anyway. Oh, you got guys out here, you know, out there just beating our drums desperately trying to raise money desperately <laughs>
1: it's like at some point i'm going to i was just making an occupy wall street reference i I'm, I'm oh okay <laughs> never mind i need to get myself a metal detector so i just
2: go scanning yards for loose pocket change <laughs> god <laughs> i told you you two you and i the two of us we should become an over the road truck driving team
0: mm. we
2: could make bank we could
1: Problem is, I would have to drive a truck. And dude, you were with me for the U-Haul experience. Mhm. Do you see me behind the wheel of a semi? Not safely. Here's exactly. <laughs> so here's the way that's going to go down. You're going to get a CDL. Mhm. And I'm going to just going to ride around with me like the I, bear. I mean, I'm kind of like <laughs> the bear. <laughs> um, uh, the way I figure, I can be the business side and the navigation. What? You know, I have maps on my phone. Somebody's got to try,
2: yeah, because you're good at navigating. Oh, I'm horrible at it. Exactly. You know, the sad part is I do that to myself. I'll just get to driving somewhere, and all of a sudden, I'm like, "Wait, I was supposed to go back there." (laughs) Six miles later, I turn around. That's my point. So,
1: like, you know, I could bring bring some, you know, usefulness. The problem, though, is where I would really be useful is if I had a CDL, then we wouldn't have to stop while you're sleeping or taking your breaks. That's when I'm driving, so there's no gaps in time because this is the because it's all regulated and everything. You can't just drive
2: consistently like you used to back there in the are, good old days. There are truck driving companies right now that are starting at a hundred grand. I know. Yeah, you and I as a team, two hundred grand.
1: Two hundred grand. Yep, we could be pulling in two hundred grand. I'm saying, but I don't think I'm cut out for driving that large of a vehicle.
2: I don't know if I've ever told you this.
1: And dude, think about it. Depending upon where you go, that's where you make the big money. Yeah. So if you if you're willing to do over the road, mm-hmm. you're making big money. Additionally, if you're willing to go out east or California, yeah, you're making good money. But you know what places suck to drive a semi truck? Out east in California. Yeah. Because out east the roads are super tight and they're not necessarily great for semis. And California, you got stupid horrible traffic. Yep. And try and drive a freaking semi in stupid horrible traffic. Yeah. You know, because you know, some and, jackass and, is going to dart in front and of And that's the thing more power to every one of our listeners that drives trucks. Mm-hmm. I think it's, I, you know, you guys are super valuable. And what I'm saying, I'm I not going to lie, they're I saving the country right I, now. Exactly. And I'm saying, I can't do it. You yeah. know, Jeff may want to do it, but I can't do it. I've thought about it. I mean, look, the money is there. Yeah. If, if you've got a CDL, the money is there. Yep. Yeah. But, uh, and look, I'd be willing to get a CDL.
2: But I'd have to drive one of those trucks in order to test for it and everything. Yeah. That's where I know I'd fail. And I hate to say this. I The driving wouldn't be my problem. Like, I drove it to Colorado and back, you know, loved it. I like road trips. Yeah. I don't know if you'd like them every week. Well, no. After a while, they would probably get very old. Yeah. So I started to tell you this a well while ago.
1: And admittedly, you <laughs> you make really good money if you own your own
2: truck. True. You know. You're going to buy the truck? Cause I'm no, not... I'm not buying a yeah. truck. So uh, I know a couple. Yeah, from uh, Perry County, Illinois. Yep. I won't narrow it down more than that. But I know a couple that drove. um, I believe it was for Gilster Mary Lee, but it may have been another company. Um, you know, and Gilster Mary Lee is a
1: food distributor. Yeah, based in the Midwest. Yeah, food distributor. Yeah, yeah. they
2: do cereal. They do uh, don't they do the coating for Chick Fil A? They might actually. I thought I heard somewhere yeah, that they, they do might. the coding for Chick Fil A. Yeah, good company. A lot of jobs, you know, in Southern Illinois. Yeah, but they they sold their house, sold basically everything they had. I think they may have a storage unit. They may not have. I don't know. Mm-hmm. They climbed in a truck. This was actually back in uh, the late eighties, early nineties. They climbed in a truck for ten years and had had I think banked a million dollars in that time. They drove as a team. The husband and wife both drove. And did what you said. Yep. When you can't drive, they're in there. So they were moving constantly. Yeah. Ten years, a million bucks in the bank.
1: Now, okay. Let's stop for a minute. Here's another thing that you and I need to consider in this plan. Do you really want to be trapped in the cab of a truck with me? No. That long? No. And could vice you, versa. Could you imagine the gas buildup on my end? Oh, dude, it'd be horrendous. But yeah. the thing is, I think you and I would murder each other somewhere in the first two months somewhere out in the plains yeah we'd pull over at a loves and just (laughs) go at it i mean i'd just beat the piss out of you right there in the parking lot oh like that yeah that got me. the loves that was the touch pull over at a loves and i just start bashing you with a tire iron if we're down (laughs) south possibly
2: a stuckies possibly a stuckies ta Mm mm-hmm gotta love the ta you gotta love the ta yep i love tna too i exactly
1: (laughs) Of course, if I could find some cool magazines like that, Ultimate's Guide to the Sopranos, that Teddy got me, I mean, you know, which, by the way, big thanks to Teddy.
2: Yeah, that was really nice. He bought
1: me that magazine that I talked about in the last episode. Showed up
2: meatless, but had a magazine for you. He
1: showed up with that magazine, and by Mm. God, that
2: was worth it. So, um, yeah, that was really nice, Teddy, actually. I was, I was, you did that, and I'm like, aw. That was nice. That was nice. I was impressed. But, uh,
1: yeah, so no, it it, it just, uh, I think you and I would would probably kill each other. Oh yeah. In short order. Oh yeah. So maybe it's not such a good idea. No. On paper it's a great idea. On paper,
2: great. On paper yes. it
1: makes a lot of sense.
2: It does. Boy, this thing in this, reality. The cigar spicing up.
1: I know. I'm down to the like final half of the final third and yeah, it's definitely getting some spice. Is that right how now. you
2: say numb now the final half of the final third? Yes. <laughs>
1: I'm not quite to the nub, you see. I mean, I've still got
2: some, some yeah. length to it. <laughs> well, you know, I. <laughs> what? I was going to make a kilt reference, I, I, but.
1: God damn it. You know what? That was the unsettling thing about my kilt.
2: Is everybody trying to see your dick?
1: Is the sheer amount of conversation <laughs> that took place all day long about my dick. Mm-hmm. It's like, guys, seriously.
2: Because like, everyone knew it was just literally right there. But they, but you don't have to consistently talk about it. I mean,
1: make a <laughs> but, joke and move on. But they know? did. But it was an all-day thing. Yeah. And then you had a couple of people trying to take up up kilt shots. Yeah, that was just and they were guys. I know. That's the disturbing part. It's like, wh- what do you want that for? I mean, it's there, free and breezy. Ugh. But you don't need to like ugh. be shooting it.
2: No. <laughs> This this took a turn, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know what we were talking about. I'm so
1: it. lost. I don't say I've, <laughs> I've lost this. This train has gone off the rails.
2: Oh. Um, oh, I was making fun of you for how you you know backed into saying nub, but it oh, is yeah. you do have about an inch I say more not, cigar I, than a nub. I'm
1: I'm well.
2: We're, I finally caught up to you. I think. I think so. Yeah, I I think think we're we're pretty close, I think
1: we're pretty close but. Anyway,
2: so, yeah, so final thoughts on the JFR Connecticut Super Toro here? I really like this cigar. Mm-hmm. I can tell it is peppered up here at the end, that Nicaraguan tobacco. I'll get, say. Let me
1: give it a retro. Oh, God. I'm not screwing with a nub <laughs> retro, dude. Okay. I'm not screwing with a nub retro. It's going to be too much.
2: Whoa. Right?
1: Yep. No, nope, I can tell. I can just tell by smoking it that it's going to be a lot more. Come spice. on, do it! It's going to be so much. Do spice. It, it!
2: It's a good burn. Mm, God! Oh, here we go, guys. <laughs>
0: oh my!
2: <clears throat> yeah,
1: it's there. There's there, a lot of flavor there. There's a lot of pepper. A lot of burn. To yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, definitely Stings ramped up the in, uh, nostrils. <laughs> you know, I would say that. In turn, I don't have many Connecticut's that I smoke on the regular. Typically, they're just too light for me. Yeah, this one I would smoke. Yeah, this is a good cigar. This is a good cigar. It smoked well. The flavor—it's—I it, would say medium bodied. Yeah, I wouldn't say this was a it, mild cigar. It started cigar. mild, but it's medium, yeah. more yeah. medium now. It, it quickly ramped up to a medium, yeah. and um, and it stayed there, yeah. and um. The spice level has increased consistently throughout. You know, it was there just a little, little bit in the very beginning in the retrohale. Yeah. And it has consistently built up over the course of the cigar. Um, Are you getting any Connecticut
2: bitterness on no, the end? I'm not. Are you? Maybe just a smidge. Just, uh. a, just an absolute little smidge. Mm-hmm. No, I hadn't picked up on that at all.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Hmm.
1: Yeah, maybe just a little tiny bit, but not really enough to, like, ding it for.
2: I'll say, I'm not getting any, so. Yeah. That just may be the janky way you light your cigars. I lit this one really well, thank you very much. <laughs> I want you to know that. You always picks on me for it. It's because you put yours in a re-entry. Did you see the flame on my lighter Yeah, earlier? it was huge. Yeah, it, that's a good four-inch uh, jet. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Get that obnoxious. thing cranked up. That is obnoxious. <laughs> anyway, well, all right. Where was I the other day? It might have been up at uh, uh, Pulpit Fest there at Top Shooters, but I, I used it to light up but like the person next to me. I forget who it was. Was like, whoa.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, and oh, we had the other the other excitement. I don't know if other we excitement. even talked about this. Did we talk about Teddy's lighter?
0: No, we didn't. Yeah.
2: That was awesome. <laughs>
1: see, okay, I didn't see it. I did. But Teddy was lighting his, his cigar, yeah. and he had his jet lighter. Like all of us have a thousand times before. And, okay, so, like, where I'm sitting, Teddy would have been to my left, and so I would have had to slightly turn to the left to look at him. Yeah.
2: I was I, looking straight at I him. I was
1: turned at probably about 2 o'clock talking to Broccoli. Yeah. So, te- So, if you're thinking of a clock... You know, if I'm facing forward, it's noon. Um, I'm looking at 2 o'clock. Teddy is at my 9. Yeah. All right. As I'm talking to Broccoli, I can hear Teddy lighting, and all of a sudden, out of the periphery (laughs) of my left eye, I see this intense orange glow just come out of nowhere, and I hear Teddy go, whoa! That thing. And I swivel around, and he's now, I I see just the remnant of the fireball, and then I see him throw his lighter Mm -hmm. to the ground. Into the hay bales. Yeah, in the, yeah. Unfortunately, it was into the hay bales. <laughs> They're he, all
2: decorated for, uh, uh, for the, the fall. The fall. fall yeah. And, yeah.
1: And he tossed it onto the ground,
2: but right next to the hay bales. But <laughs> I like was waiting for the whole pagoda to go up. But you saw it. So what happened? <laughs> I I don't know. I look over and I see him flick the lighter, and the next thing I know, his hand, his entire hand, <laughs> is a fireball. <laughs> I, I really thought he got hurt. I mean, like, it was, it was, as, it was like this big around. It was like, oh yeah, so like the size of, like, what? Like, like a small a, balloon. Like a cantaloupe. Yeah, size yeah. of a cantaloupe. And I just see this fireball in his hand. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck just happened? And I don't know because the lighter didn't explode. Thank God. I probably would have taken his fingers off. But uh, it it just like <laughs> it just somehow enveloped. Well, I know broccoli saw it because like I saw it out of the periphery, and right as I st-
1: my brain processed what was going on, and I start turning to my nine broccoli's like, "Oh my god, are you okay?" <laughs> and like all that.
2: <laughs> broccoli was looking <laughs> at you.
1: Straight but, at Teddy, but he
2: was looking straight at Teddy. And for some reason, I was looking over across the couch because I was sitting in that chair next next to the yeah. little couch thing. And I I look over <laughs> and I just see it happen. I'm like, oh my god! Oh, that's funny as yeah. hell. So I don't know what went wrong with that lighter. He picked it up and it lit back up. And it was I was saying he's lit it again. Now uh, I did tell him. I'm like, dude. Be careful with that lighter
1: and everything. And I don't think he brought it the next day, at Riverman. I yeah. think he ended up using some a, a different lighter, or, you know, something like that. But holy cow, man! I've that was, never seen anything
2: like it. No, no, that was it. Was awesome. that was different? Yeah, yeah. I'm glad it was him and not me. <laughs> no shit. Because if I flung it, it would have just flowed on like three or four of the parishioners. Yeah, it's true. That's true. <laughs> Where you were sitting or seated,
1: yeah, seated, seated, uh, Trent would have had a hot lap. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, yeah. That was. Uh, you're right. I forgot about that. We didn't talk about that. No,
2: that had not made it onto the show. That was. That was a odd moment. It was because I really thought he got hurt. I don't know how he didn't get hurt. I unless he's just that much of a badass that he did get hurt. He just. Said didn't he's talk kind of about a badass. It. So yeah. Yeah. That was. But yeah, it was like son of a bitch. Yep. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. All right. So be careful with your lighters, guys. Yeah. I don't know what caused it. He didn't do anything. Like, he hadn't just filled it and there was fluid around it or something. It just decided to ignite. Yeah. In a glorious fireball that really probably should have hurt his hand.
1: Well, all right then.
2: Yeah. I've never seen anything like that. I'm glad (laughs) it's never happened to me. Let's put it that way.
1: Oh, God. I'm so amused. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not amused. I, I don't. I'm glad. No, he, it was a great story, look, and he didn't get hurt. As long as he I didn't hope. get hurt, that's how you know I'm able to laugh at it. But it was funny.
2: Yeah. So it was. I've never seen anything like that happen before. All right. No. I I, I was thinking we haven't talked about this. No, we haven't. So. Yeah.
0: All
1: right, guys. Well, once again, thank you so much for all the submissions for the uh, for the contest of. uh the um, segment. And Christian, we're
2: not zapping me. Anyway. <laughs> I do have the zapper. Actually, when you told me you bought that, I just cringed because I know you're just going to shock the shit out of me for no reason. It'll be fun. It'll be It's yeah. not that it's bad. It's fun of for a the zap. guy to hold the button. It's not that bad of a zap. I mean, it's <laughs> an, it's enough to make
1: your hand tingle and for you to go whoa, but that's probably about it. See, you got to
2: remember, I'm a kid that grew up around you know like farming, and <laughs> yeah. I'm used to electric fences. Yeah, those are something you don't want to bump into a second. Well, I would time. think
1: not, but yeah. this is nowhere near that intense.
2: Yeah, it uh, and sparks
1: will jump, man. It's, yeah, there's yeah. no sparks with this. This is uh, this is enough to make it feel like you're
2: like you sat on your hand for 20 minutes. Tell you and what then, we'll like, do:
1: the blood rushes back to it.
2: Tell you what we'll do. You hook me up with that. I'm going to hook you up with one of my shot collars for That's my hunting not, dogs. No, no, <laughs> no. Turn that thing up to 12 and go to town. No, it doesn't work that way. Um, <laughs> you give me
1: a little tingle. <laughs> I just
0: zap the shit. Out
1: of Al gave me a recommendation for one of those electric fly swatters. Oh, those are fun. But he found one that comes from the UK that doesn't have all the safety bullshit that we have here in the States. <laughs> so, like, he told me, he's like, dude. Here in the States, you use one of those. He said, Maybe the fly will like hit it, be dazed, and like you know, keep going. He said, This one, it'll stick to it and barbecue <laughs> on the freaking thing. And I'm like, sweet. So You gotta give me that sight. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pick me up one of those mm-hmm. too.
2: Just get two, I'll buy the other one.
1: Well, I'll tell you the flies have been so bad this year that I did want I really wanted one. Mm-hmm. And apparently it only runs on double A's. Okay. So I'm
2: happy about that. If it oh wait like, a minute, will the English one have to have that weird plug in?
1: It doesn't have a plug-in. It's batteries. <laughs> anyway, anyway, <laughs> whatever. All right. Well, Jeff, thank you so much for providing the JFR Connecticut. It was good. I liked it. There you go. I was thinking of you. No, well, that's nice it's
2: because of care. I
1: care. Th- I mean, I thought of you a little bit down in Memphis.
2: As much as I thought of you. No. No. <laughs> but I did. No, so. I thought this would be a good opportunity for us to get some a variety of sticks. That we don't, you know, normally have here in I'll the St. Louis what, area. We just need to get in the car and just go back down to Memphis. It's not that far of a drive. You just want more of those uh, villagers. Villagers, yeah. yes. That's that's the only reason. Yes. And you don't want to go by yourself.
1: It's a long drive by I mean, yourself. it was. Actually, on the drive down, it wasn't that bad. Drive back. It was. It was during the day. Drive back was longer because yeah. it was at night. But, yeah. um, but no, it, it was it was I mean it was a nice easy drive. And yeah, I mean, it's just down through the boot heel of uh, Missouri through Arkansas and then over, you know. So it wasn't that bad. Well, fair enough. You know, we can make it down there.
2: You know, I will say um, if we don't make it down there, they've got them out at Deebles. It's true. And if we go. Do they have the 2020s? I got the 2020. What did I get? The twenty twenty one. Yeah. Yeah. So no, they have the 2021s. Sorry. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm just saying. But what I was going to point out is we're planning, as of right now, to go to the Weston Cigar Festival. It's true. Yeah. So we'll be going through Kansas City. It's true. Yep. Just That's pointing that uh, out.
1: Uh, Mid-October. It's the third weekend of October. I think it's that Saturday, the 16th, I believe so if you
2: guys are anywhere i would say in, anybody
1: near kansas city yeah uh we're gonna be at the weston tobacco festival so you're gonna want to if that's if, the working plan at yeah, least Yeah, exactly so you know get your tickets you can go online and get your tickets to that it's a good time our man Corey frisbee puts that on
2: yeah he does well actually it's his, his son his
1: son yeah son so his
2: son's doing all the food and everything this year that's great yeah i'm excited i'm excited they put on a good feed guys
1: well cool well, Jeff, unless you have anything else for the betterment of the cause. Dude,
2: I'm just finishing up here on the uh, JFR. Canadian. And I'll tell you right now, this is a good cigar. I like it. Yeah. From what I'm uh, led to believe from the band, it is premium hand-rolled. Yes. Yeah. It's because I covered the other half of the information. on The Jalapa Valley the in Nicaragua. Yes. <laughs>
1: I stole your thunder.
2: I had to I had to put a little uh you know, a little effort in and read the other side of the that, band there. That's good. Yeah. So appreciate no, that. Great cigar. I like it. Like I'll be honest, if I had smoked it before I left Kansas City, I'd have a box of these. This is a good cigar. You like it that much? This is a good cigar. It is a good cigar. Yeah. And you know, and if the price
1: is what the price that I saw online live and everything, I mean for the
2: price, I mean, I don't know. That's that's a solid go to cigar right there. It really is. Yep. This might make my, my uh, uh, list next year for the anniversary show. All right, then. Yeah, this very, is a good stick. All right. Well, very cool. Well, guys, this has been another Sermon from
1: the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky.